0: Welcome in to Potty Podcast Cinema. I am Dan. With me as always is Andy. And we have a loaded coming attraction show. We have not just the stuff for this week, uh, but also the stuff for next week just because we probably won't get to it. And there's a ton of stuff coming out for the Christmas week. So let's jump right into it. Uh, first off, the biggest part is uh, the Spider-Man. Spider-Man is coming. Uh, it's the third one in the trilogy. And uh, this one looks to change... The entire MCU. So it's Spider-Man: No Way Home. Uh, with Spider-Man's identity now revealed, Peter asks Doctor Strange for help when it all goes uh, when the spell goes wrong. Dangerous foes from other worlds start to appear, forcing Peter to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Um, yeah, I well, I don't know if you don't if you're not already interested in this. I don't know if we can hype it up anymore. It's loaded. Uh, the cast is Tom Holland returning as Peter Parker, Zendaya, Jacob Batalon. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, don't go too far.
1: Doctor Don't Strange. go too far. Because their spoilers as of the day of. Don't don't keep reading that. Oh, because, yeah, okay. Uh, the day of, if somebody was in it that they weren't telling you about, they change IMDb the day the movie comes out. So oh. don't keep reading that list or you might see something spoiled.
0: Okay. God, you told me. Yeah. All right. Fair yeah, enough.
1: Yeah, that would have been a bummer.
0: Um, so far, it's got a 9.2 on IMDb with 32,000 votes. So Jesus. So that's probably pretty good. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, not that's, uh,
1: that's not bad.
0: Yeah, I mean the other Spider-Man movies were all awesome. Like none of them were. They were all about 9.2s and for IMDb a nine point two, usually it gets another point. So that's like a ten point two for normal stuff.
1: Yeah, that's that's unreal. So it. I, I have a feeling it's it's going to be extremely good. And, like you said, that if you're not already excited about it, then you're dead inside. And that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be there. Maybe they'll make a Daria spin off somebody else and we'll like to see if they don't like Spider Man. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you are melancholy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is no. This is this is exciting. It's got all the things, <laughs> and it got, I, there's clearly going to be more things than we can even imagine that they've showed in this movie. So I'm going to try to just not expect more than what it showed me.
0: Yeah, um,
1: because the the biggest letdowns that ever happened in Marvel are never because Marvel told you you were going to get something and you didn't get it. It's because fans just kept assuming and convincing themselves something was going to be in it that wasn't. Yeah. So it's it's never it's never Marvel's... I, it's weird to say, it's never Marvel's fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fans' fault. They, they put up ridiculous expectations. And uh, so, yeah, I think there will be some really cool stuff. I have a feeling we'll see some people we don't realize are going to be in it yet, but I don't think it's going to be everyone that's ever been associated with Spider-Man in the history of Spider-Man is going to show up it. I think it's going to be like maybe a couple other people.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, Some I mean, besides
1: what they've shown us.
0: Yeah. So far what they've shown us is, uh, Alfred Molina returns as Doc Ock. Um, Jamie Foxx returns as Electro, uh, Doc Ock from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, uh, Electro from the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. And then, uh, there's also, uh, Sandman. Sandman is in it. Um, uh, the Green Goblin, it looks like, will be in it. The Willem Dafoe one, possibly. And uh, oh man, I, I don't know. You know, know.
1: What? yeah, they, no, they've shown him, yeah. and then and then they've shown potentially. I think they called him Hobgoblin when they had James Franco or Gael DeHaan. Well, that's the, the other on one. The
0: yeah, Hobgoblin is, is Harry Osborn, and Green Goblin is Norman Osborn.
1: Yeah. So they've shown both. They've shown potentially Harry Osborn. They showed a guy in black on a hoverboard with a with a black eye things, which is what Franco was wearing in the one he was in. Yeah, But it kind of looks like the DeHaan writing it. I don't uh, think Franco's
0: coming back for anything. I think he's kind of uh, he, he's got his own off-the-cinema issues with uh, allegations. Oh, okay. so you can do your own research on that, so I don't know if anyone's touching him with a 10-foot pole right now.
1: Well, also, the, uh, Sandman interesting is they've gone out of the way not to show uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be a different person who's Sandman from a different universe. I hope they mix it up and it's some. It's similar to what we've seen some of these villains as, but some of them are a little bit different. Because I'd hate it if it's all exactly the same universes that we knew them from. But it probably will be. Yeah. Um, and Lizard too. Lizard is uh, someone they've shown in it as well. So okay. we'll see that guy back. So yeah, all kinds of all kinds of people in this movie. But uh, if you're if you're Praying for a whole bunch more. I don't think you're going to get a bunch more. Maybe a couple extra spider man I think that's kind of out of the bag by now. Yeah. Uh, but
0: uh, uh, yeah. That's probably about it. Like you said, just go into it with no expectations and just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Alright, let us move on. Uh, because I, I don't know if you need anything else to convince you to go to spider Man. Uh, the next one is, it, maybe you're not into action movies and you want something a little bit uh, more... I would say grounded reality, but it's a Guillermo del Toro movie. So uh, Nightmare Alley, a long-anticipated follow-up to Shape of Water, uh, an ambitious carny with a talent for nip- manipulating people with a few well-chosen words, hooks up with a female psychiatrist who's even more dangerous than he is. Uh, this cast is loaded, and this one I know it can go into. So stars Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, Tony Collette, Willem Dafoe, Richard Jenkins, Rooney Mara, Ron Perlman, Mary Steenburgen, David Strathairn. Theron, Holt McCallany, um, who else? Uh, Clifton College Jr., Jim Beaver, Tim Blake Nelson. It's, I don't know Is what else it? you want. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all that's it. Yeah, that's all. That's it. At it. Yeah, uh, that's all that's at it.
1: Disappointing. Disappointing. Yeah. Uh, no God. I'm totally. I'll put it this way. I don't know a single thing about it. <laughs> uh, I, I, I really don't. Yeah. I, I'm lucky enough. I have not seen the trade. Okay. and uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna.
0: I don't blame you. Yeah, I saw yeah. a trailer a while ago, and then, but I already knew I was into this, so I'm not going to watch it. Um, it looks like it takes place around maybe the 30s or 40s, um, so yeah. stylized period piece. And it's going to be it's going to be out there because it's Guillermo del Toro. But like his stuff it's is Guillermo
1: del Toro. I yeah, mean.
0: it's going to be good. And then the
1: cast, Jesus
0: yeah. Christ, yeah, that's an when Tony
1: Colette's cast. the third best actor.
0: <laughs> She's so underrated. You're, Richard Jenkins is amazing for a good day. Yeah, yeah. Love me some yeah, Jim Beaver, idiot and then uh, Holt McCallany's fantastic. Uh, David Strait there. I mean, there's so many good people in this.
1: Yeah, yeah I can't absolutely. wait for this, this one. Is gonna be, this is going to be an amazing movie. I, I, and again, it, it's just one of those you just see a two-second glimpse, and you're like, oh, okay, so it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. I, I don't need to know anything about it.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and I'm in. I know you're going to see Spider-Man this afternoon or this evening today. And then I'm going to see it tomorrow, and then at some point I'm going to try and get to Nightmare Alley. I'm I might try and uh, I might try and sneak it in on Saturday. Um, I got we are doing a a hotel lobby pub crawl on Saturday, but I'm gonna try and sneak this in before we get into there. But uh, I'm pumped for this one. This one uh, I'm not as excited as Spider Man because nothing could be, but this one should be really good. Uh, if you're yeah, no, I. Mm-hmm.
1: It could it could actually, like your expectations are already insanely high for Spider Man, and it'll probably meet them, and it's gonna be a fantastic. But you know what you're getting. Nightmare Alley can sometimes be an even bigger excitement because you don't know necessarily what you're getting yet, and you could, you know, they could blow you out of the water with surprise. So,
0: yeah, fair enough. Uh, well, maybe you don't want to go to the movies. Maybe you're like, I'm tired of the movies. I want to sit inside. I'm just not ready to go with the covids to the outside world. Well, Maggie Gyllenhaal's got a movie that she wrote and directed called The Lost Daughter that's going to be on Netflix. Uh, a woman's beach vacation takes a dark turn when she begins to confront the troubles of her past. And this one stars my favorite, Olivia Coleman. Uh, also, Ed Harris, Dakota Johnson, Peter Skarsgård, Dagmara Dominique, which seems to sh- who seems to show up in everything. Um, yep. I'm trying to see. Let's see who else. And then... Jesse Buckley why does that name sound familiar I feel like I've seen her in something Fargo oh she was the she was the oretta uh, Mayflower in the most recent epi- uh, season of Fargo she was fantastic uh she's actually I think a singer but she played the the red-headed nurse that was kind of nuts
1: yeah she's fantastic
0: yeah she is great all right so I, I want to see this too it's on Netflix so I can just relax and check it out this looks like it's gonna be a slower kind of um psychological thriller but i like um, it's olivia coleman i love me some olivia coleman so worst comes to worst you you get to watch her act so lucky you uh the next one is, it's
1: gonna be depressing
0: though uh, oh yeah oh i think it's gonna be really it's dark. It's gonna be depressing. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's gonna be pretty messed up uh so is the next one this one uh, i if you haven't seen the trailer check out the trailer it's also going to be pretty dark. It's called The Novice. I don't know. I know it's an IFC Films movie, so I don't know if it's going to be out in the theaters. I don't know where we're going to find it, but um, it's got someone, Isabel Furman, who I've kind of been watching since she was in a movie called Orphan as uh, when she was a kid, and she was amazing in it. Uh, and she was in that with Peter Sarsgaard, and uh, that one, that one was great. This looks really good. I think she's a fantastic actress. This is basically. It's going to get dark. Uh, A college freshman joins her university's rowing team and undertakes an obsessive physical and psychological journey to make it to the top varsity boat no matter the cost. It looks super dark. And uh, if it's not your thing, totally get it. Totally get it. But I want to try and fit this in. I don't know when I'll be able to, but I'd like to. The only person I know that's in it is Isabel Furman. Um, The director and writer, Lauren Hadaway. Let's see. I don't know what else. Uh, Let's see. Writer. I don't yeah writer and director she she did a short called Row so I'm guessing that's based off this but she's been in, around the, the business for a while a long time in the well, she's sound been on
1: department Brooklyn, oh art director sorry yeah Music director.
0: she's done um, uh, sound department for a ton of stuff so Army of the Dead Zack Snyder's Justice League um, Underworld movies Warcraft so like big stuff she's in a lot of things Whiplash she was the sound editor boy that's gotta be a tough job so <laughs> uh good for her getting her own movie that's awesome so i'll give that a shot and then you've got this one i'm gonna let you take this everything everywhere all at once
1: yeah so this is very interesting because they put some money into this this isn't just a, a low budget indie um and it looks really insane and and good at the same time so it's It says an aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives she could have led. So this is a trip of Michelle Yao, who is one of my favorite people alive, and uh, James Hong, Jamie Lee Curtis, just some people you would know that are also in it. And uh, it shows her, and and one day as she's going about her life, somebody just kind of shows up like you got to save me, blah, blah, blah. Or, like, this person's coming. And and she basically has to take this crazy trip through the multiverse. And she has the ability to know everything and have all the knowledge of all the other versions of her all at once and call upon them at some time. And it just looks fun and silly and crazy and like a mind, uh, like it's going to mess with your mind and, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I, I just, I don't know what it is. There's something about it. That's got me feeling really good about it. And I have a feeling it's going to be great. I don't think they would put the kind of money they put into this on it if they didn't know it would be good. So, uh, it's considered an act, adventure comedy fantasy sci-fi. So, there you go. It's, all right. It's everything everywhere all at once. Okay. <laughs> uh, if that's that's exactly what it's going to be. Dan Kwan is the director, along with Daniel Scheinert. Um, mm-hmm. I know they've done Swiss Army Man, which was kind of a silly crazy movie as well and this feels like it's kind of in that same realm um they've also got, directed uh nora from queens legion <laughs> uh which okay. which again uh both of those things look like they're called upon for this so yeah i'm, I'm very interested in seeing what this turns out like and uh i ha- i have high hopes for this
0: okay cool i'm gonna let you guinea pig but yeah it does look cool i mean i love me no, seeing... I'm at, yeah i'm happy to yeah, yeah i love me some michelle yao uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Legend James Hong is in it. Um, Andy yeah. Lee, who was Death Dealer in Shang-Chi. Uh, Stephanie Hugh, who was in. She was also in Shang-Chi. She's been in a few things. She's in Marvelous Miss Maisel. And then Ki Hui Kwan, I hope I'm saying that right, who played Data in Goonies in Short Round in uh, uh, Temple of Doom, is also in it, which is interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. I'd say this. I, I urge you to see the trailer. Okay. Because I feel like if you watch the trailer, you're going to be hooked. There. It's one of those that you see and you just go, okay, this is one of those once every three, four months movies I find that is going to clearly take me out of, you know, come, totally surprise you out of nowhere.
0: Okay. Um, then I've got big news because I don't think you realize this. This is, my, this is my Christmas present to you is bestowing this knowledge is that today – Uh, All eight episodes have been released. And you can watch them on Peacock. And it is the uh, MacGruber TV series.
1: Oh, Merry Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: I love... Listen, that movie is fantastic. You're like, it's so stupid. It is. But it's so great. There's one part in it where it's like a five-minute setup for a punchline. And it's so hilarious. Um, It returns... um, Kristen Wiig as Vicky St. Elmo, Ryan Philippe as Dixon Piper, uh, Will Forte, brilliant, Will Forte as MacGruber, and then they're adding Billy Zane, Lawrence Fishburne, Sam Elliott, uh, Timothy Murphy, who you've seen, and quite a few things, and I think that, oh, Keith Jardine, I like Keith Jardine, um, that's about all the people I know, but oh my god, I, I, I'm gonna. It, they shouldn't have let, at least them all at once because I'm gonna. I'm gonna binge this. I know I am. Oh my god! After serving eleven years in prison for the murder of his former nemesis, MacGruber is recruited by General Fasouz for one last suicide mission. Oh my god, I can't wait! Really. Well, Lord it's Paceous, not
1: just Paceous. not just that, but the fact that they brought back people like Constantine, uh, played by Timothy Murphy, who's fantastic, and they they bring back Whiteville, is <laughs> his name. They bring back a bunch of. Uh, people from the movie and, and then there were like smaller parts and then they're also they brought back the same writers directors so that's yeah, that's, that's, that's the necessary. big one is that you'll get the same feel because it's from the entire team that made the original so I, I'm i I'm cautiously optimistic I, nope, I'm very optimistic
0: yeah I'm not cautious at all I am I am all in on this one I I love the movie it's so stupid but so great yeah I can't yeah the, these guys also did Last Man on Earth Oh my God, I think um, you should leave now. I think you should leave. Oh man, yeah. Talk,
1: you know time. what? Pika's making some good decisions lately.
0: Yeah, I mean, they always they they kind of had content, but the problem is they couldn't they couldn't get out of their way from putting because if you look on like CBS, ABC, NBC, it's all those one-hour procedural shows that old people watch. That's pretty much all it is. And you have a few sitcoms, but it's mostly like the NCIS, CSI, like all the ones that. It's for old people. I don't, I, I don't, I mean, we're we're, we're middle-aged. And I don't think we, I, I couldn't tell you last time I watched any of ABC, NBC, or CBS.
1: Yeah. And, but I mean, this was, they have to, they have to be, they have to have television that can be watched by children, right? Like if a children stumbles upon their free channel, you know what I mean? That's why they can't have certain things, uh, certain storylines. They have to like really tiptoe, and if they can, it's going to be at 9 p.m. at night. And there's really only t- one time slot at that point because you can't do 10 p.m. shows. You know what I mean? So there, it's it's tough for them to make quality programming uh, for, for reasons. Um, but uh, this is their way. The streaming is their way to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. And uh, so hope for their sake they can get it together. But uh, ov- overall, I'm not totally excited about <laughs> Peacock. Uh, but they do not only have Group McGruber. But they have a series called True Story coming out soon. Have you seen this? Uh-uh. So True Story is a uh, is a scripted comedy series with Ed Helms and Rainbow Park. Okay. And it looks glorious. Uh, so yeah, they've got more Psych coming, which I also love as well. I but they uh, they uh, the problem is the problem is and the thing that makes me not want to trust them anymore is they canceled A.P. Bio. Yeah.
0: They tried. You know what? So, I I give them credit because they tried. It's they they kept it for four seasons. They put it on Peacock because it wasn't really getting ratings. I'll give them credit for that. Oh, dude, uh, that true story: uh, Randall Park, Ed Helms, and Shannon Woodward, who is awesome.
1: Oh, she's in it. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that just made it better. So, yeah, they just needed to get a couple more. If they can get themselves, you know, four or five shows going then, uh, I mean, really, I think the best thing they could do is team up with somebody else. You know what I mean? They, they need to merge. Like, Hulu was a good idea that had poor execution. Yeah. You know what I mean? Getting ABC, Fox, and was it uh, ABC, Fox, and NBC? I think so. Uh, that, that, was, that was a good solution, to, but bad execution. They, yeah. they need to get something where they could, you know, could Paramount and Peacock and, I don't know, is there another one? At CBS.com, whatever Paramount, they need to get, yeah, pa- yeah they need that. They need to merge those suckers to try to compete because they're never going to be able to compete on their own.
0: I mean, that's what'll end up happening is they're all trying to push this out, and there's going to be all these streaming wars because before, like when Netflix came out, pirating actually dropped significantly uh, because there was content, and then. Um, and then Hulu came out and it helped. And then now there's all these different random ones like Paramount, HBO Max, and all these other. So it's starting to shoot back up again. Uh, so uh, yeah, these all all this is going to be a war. There's going to be some that lose, and then there'll be consolidation and they'll move on. I'm just, I'll, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, there's one other thing that comes out. It, can, it comes out tomorrow, and I don't know if we talked about it, but that's uh, season two of The Witcher which I also want to watch. Uh, season one, I enjoyed. I'm a big Henry Cavill fan. It jumped around too much, and people complained about it, and they listened and said, you know what? You're right. We're not going to do that for season two. So, cool. I'm in.
1: Yeah. When does it come out? Tomorrow. Well, okay then.
0: On the Netflix. Uh,
1: really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I did not realize this at all. Yeah. I I thought I was about to be in a show hole, but it pe- appears. Oh, no. We're going to be <laughs> there's
0: Inundated with shows. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's a good problem to have. Good problem to have. It is. Well, that's just uh, yeah. the stuff
0: that's this week that's coming out this week. Uh, let's get into the stuff that's coming out next week for the Christmas releases. The biggest one of all, I think, is going to be Matrix Resurrections. I'm looking forward to it. Um, the, granted, in the first trilogy, the first movie was it 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 blew away. Like how movie making was done like it it broke the mold and then people try to kind of copy that and even it even try to copy itself and the next two movies were not near as good well one of the Wachowski brothers now I guess Wachowski sister Lana Wachowski uh, returns to direct and um, it's a return to a world of two realities one everyday life the other what lies behind it to find out if his reality is a construct to truly know himself, Mr. Anderson will have to choose to follow the White Rabbit once more. So it returns Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, um, Yaya Abdul-Mateen will play Morpheus this time. Which Man, that's a great casting as a younger Morpheus. love me some Yaya. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica Henwick, who's starting to show up in everything. Neil Patrick Harris, who I, we just loved in 8-Bit Christmas. Uh, Jada Pekin-Smith, Christina Ricci, Lambert Wilson returns. Uh, Priyanka, Chopra, Jonas, the Jonas brother's sister, or wife, is in it. Um am trying to see. That's about all I know, but that's a pretty solid cast. And I'm in, I'm yeah, not Yeah.
1: As you say, you don't want too many characters in the show. Yeah. You don't want to have to set up way too many characters. The interesting part to me is going to be, I mean, clearly, as we see in the trailer, he's been taking the blue pill uh, instead of the red pill, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which was the 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 big question posed to him uh, at the at the in the first movie. So now we've seen what it's like for him to go through life gray, right? He's he's taking the blue pill. He's just living life, and it's he's growing older, and he's not you know he's just dead inside. Uh, so something's going to cause him to take the red pill again, like you said. And what whatever that is interests me. Like what is it that makes him do that again? And I think you see a scene in the trailer where. He sees Carrie Ann Moss, and, and they don't know each other. Yeah. Um, and then the, the character that is the bad guy, is that Jessica Henwick with short hair?
0: Uh. Well, the bad guy. So the Agent Smith is Jonathan Groff from Suits, and really good actor. Um, tons of stuff. He was in Frozen. He was in Mindhunter opposite Colt McCallany. Uh, Jessica well, Henwick, shows I don't know. The, if, the
1: rabbit. Uh, the, the girl with the rabbit. I think that's Henwick. Okay. Um, but it shows know. him following her, uh, you know, back through the mirror. Let me see yeah, with the blue hair. Yeah, it is with the blue hair. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: that's just Henwick. Uh, mm-hmm. wow. Really short hair. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I've never seen her that way. Um, it shows him on the, uh, the sequences. That's who he's battling when she's like jumping from building to building and he's trying to chase after her. And, and, uh, so I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. And he's, and she's training him or something like that. But, uh, yeah. Her character looks pretty cool and, yeah and i'm interested to see how that is. now there's some character posters out there mm-hmm. that are pretty interesting and they show yaya and they show uh uh, uh jessica and Wick and all the mikhianu but it also shows uh some new characters that i didn't even realize were in it like you said priyanka chopra's character mm-hmm. um and uh, the new carry on carrying moss whoever that is playing her um the, you know, the younger version and then, yeah, the, the bad guys. But is it uh, which one's the agent? Like, who's Jonathan Groff? Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Like, but what? Who's Neil Patrick Harris though?
0: He's the well, in the uh, the trailer, he's the psychiatrist. And we'll we'll see. I don't know. I'm not I'm not going to make too many assumptions about this. I kind of want to oh, go in with an open mind to well, see this. But my my thinking is this might be kind of a multiverse thing where, and the other one, he took the red pill, goes down the rabbit hole and you know fights all those people this might be kind of a reboot in that this is a different this is what would have happened if uh neo takes the blue pill and t- continues taking the blue pill all his life and finally decides he's going to start stop taking the blue pill and take the red one but i don't know i'm, I'm not making too many assumptions about this just because i feel like whatever we guess is going to be way off
1: well here's the here's the crazy fun fact for you Keanu Reeves, it's all over the news uh, yesterday and today, had to jump off a 46-story building 19 times filming this movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. The guts on that guy at his age, especially. Good Lord. uh, That's impressive.
0: Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, Also looking forward to the next one. I mean, this was supposed to come out a long time ago. (laughs) Uh, The Kingsman. You're not looking forward to it? Oh, it looks terrible. I, I don't know. I, I really liked the first one. The first one was great. The second one was bad. I did too. The um, second one was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It was pretty bad. The King's Man. So this is a prequel. It's in the early years of the 20th century. The King's Man agency is formed to stand against a cabal plotting a war to wipe out millions. Um, Matthew Vaughn returns to write and direct and it has a pretty loaded cast. Uh, Ray Fiennes, Jim Arterton, Reese Ivins as uh, Rasputin. Harris Dickinson oh. will be the new kind of recruit. Uh, Digimon Hunsao, um, Charles Dance, who's always fantastic and menacing, Matthew Good, um, Daniel Bruhl. I don't know. It's a pretty great cast.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. It just looks so caricature again. And I, it, could it, could like uh, it could be great. It could be like the first one. It could be whole lot like the second one though like uh it doesn't look nearly as over the top as the second one did as far as the way the action takes place like you know what i mean like they're they're using guns swords whatever cool cool they're not uh they're not having you know uh what's his name uh uh, elton john uh shooting missiles out of uh out of his sleeves or something so that that's good (laughs) uh that, that was someone thought that was a good idea at one point um so yeah, uh, if I hear people say it's great I'll give it a shot, but I'm definitely not going to this theater.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, if I've got time I might check it out. But it, I don't know, I think it looks like it's pretty cool, but yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a little ridiculous. I mean, the first one was a little ridiculous. You have to suspend belief a little bit on but, that. But
1: It was ridiculous, but it was really well done. <laughs> and so it made you just have a blast with it. Yeah. Um, the second one just, like, ruined all my trust in it.
0: Oh, so, yeah, exactly.
1: It was so bad. Yeah. So, so, so bad. And and they tried to, like, backdoor a pilot about the American gentleman in there. Yeah, But they then oh, immediately so announced they're gonna bad. make a new movie, and then people were like, um, that was the worst part of the movie.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> Don't make that. We don't want to see that. And then they immediately canceled it, even though they'd already agreed with it. So, yeah. I, I really, you know, Stick to the story. Make a good story. You know what it almost felt like? Is they were trying too hard in the second movie to build a universe. Yeah. And they shoved so much down your throat, and that it was beyond stupid.
0: Well, not just that uh, the Americans and, were so. Uh, it was like it was like something I imagine a twelve a twelve year old in England assumes America is like that's never been there.
1: I mean, I, I can we. I'll put it this way. I can 100% understand why we're villainous to the rest of the world. Sure. When I was was eating dinner two nights ago at Fogo de Chow having endless meat brought to me, (laughs) and my customers that I'm with are like, should we shove more bacon wrapped steak in my mouth? Yes, we should. (laughs) I I looked at them and I said, you know, this is what Russians showed their teenagers for propaganda of America while they're standing in bread lines. (laughs) These are the guys you need to fight (laughs) and hate. Uh, You know, that's... Yeah, I can see why we look, why we look villainous. We're, we're, the, we're the wasteful Americans that uh, take everything for granted. But uh, uh, I just, I don't know. Stick to the story. The first one had a good storyline in the plot, and everything else around it was ridiculous. But it was okay, because it was fun, ridiculous, and it centered around the plot. The second one felt like it had no plot at all. It was how can we set up a ridiculous action sequence? Now let's just find some ridiculous reason to get up to the next action sequence. And it's more about writing crazy, interesting, or crazy, bizarre characters than it was characters with a purpose.
0: Fair enough. All right, uh, let us move on. Uh, the next one, I, I probably won't see this, but it's interesting. It's basically Joel Cohen of the Cohen brothers is doing his version of Macbeth. And it's gonna start Denzel Washington as Macbeth, Frances McDormand is Lady Macbeth, um, Brendan Gleason, Corey Hawkins, Harry Melling, um I'm trying to see who else, Stephen Root, uh, yeah, I mean just putting it out there Hale for those the that are interested but, in it, do it.
1: I said it's a hell of a task, yeah. But I can understand yeah, I, I understand your hesitance. I mean uh, I, I'm I'm worried about it. <laughs> I'd I like it to be good. I want to see it. I mean, again, the cast is fantastic. So it's it's going to be hard yeah. to not watch it. But it, it, it's, it's got to be different. It's been around so long, it's got to be good and different.
0: Yeah. Uh, the next one, I, I didn't really care for the original that much. But if you've got kids, which I know you do, uh, Sing 2. So Buster Moon and his friends must persuade reclusive rock star Clay Calloway to join them for the opening of a new show uh, written and directed by Garth Jennings. The original didn't do much for me. I mean, the cast is amazing. Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Nick Kroll, Taryn Edgerton, uh, Jennifer Saunders. I love Jennifer Saunders. Chelsea Peretti, Bobby Cannavale, Nick Offerman, Eric Andre, Halsey, Bono's in it. Bono's going to play the reclusive rock star. I just oh man, anything with Bono. just kind of annoys me. Pharrell Williams.
1: He's obnoxious. He is obnoxious. Uh, I, I know. You know what? It look. It looks. It looks fun. It looks ridiculous. Uh, you know. It looks exactly like what the kids want to see. So it's a kids movie. Kids loved the first one. Um, I, I thought it was good. I just didn't think it was nearly as good as it got credit for. Yeah. I just thought it was. People love American Idol. They love it. Yeah. And it was the same thing. And it was. You know, it's a good way to create a soundtrack because that's what sells in these movies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like Frozen is uh, you got to have a good soundtrack and uh, let's just make a movie about music and uh, different talent and uh, create our own soundtrack so yeah, good for them and uh, this one this one looks good
0: yeah all
1: right well the kids will be watching it yeah,
0: have fun uh, without without me yeah <laughs> uh, the next one I, I I watched the trailer it looks really depressing and kind of sad and it's got a great cast uh, Michael B Jordan and Robert wisdom love those guys Um don't think I know anyone else in it, but it's journal for Jordan. A journal for Jordan. Basically, uh first Sergeant Charles Monroe King, before he is killed in action in Baghdad, authors a journal for his son intended to tell him how to live a decent life despite growing up without a father. Depressing.
1: That is uh sorry, I was just uh, uh crying myself into a glass of whiskey. I don't yeah. know. No just kidding. No, that was uh yeah, at least it sounds really Really depressing. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be supposedly a feel good, but really depressing.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. You want to cry for a couple hours, go for
0: it. Yeah. Directed (laughs) by Denzel Washington, who's starting to get into directing. And I'll let me some Denzel, but yeah, this is just, I don't know. I'll I'll wait and see what the reviews are, but this just seems like it's it's over two hours long, two hours of depression. So I don't know. This,
1: This sounds like a good movie for someone who has. The perfect life is insanely good-looking and is filled with all kinds of, with all the money in the world, and needs to feel something for once. Yeah, <laughs> but for everybody else, they have plenty plenty of stuff they got to deal with on a day-to-day basis. This just looks like two hours of of, of sobbing. Yeah. So, yeah, no, thank you, no, thank you. Didn't uh, even Yeah, the
0: next one. Interests me. It interests me a great deal just because I really like the story. Uh, the NFL story of NFL MVP and Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner, who went from stocking shelves in Iowa, mind you, uh, at a supermarket to becoming an American football star. Yeah, he was, uh, he played for the Iowa Barnstormers. Um, and yeah. it's, uh, so it looks like, let's see. So Zachary Levi will play Kurt Warner. Love me, Zachary Levi. Anna Paquin, it will be his wife, I'll like Anna Paquin. Dennis Quaid will be, play Dick Vermeule, like Dennis Quaid. Adam Baldwin, I'll like Adam Baldwin. Bruce McGill. Uh, I'm trying to see if I know any of the others. That's about everyone I know. Uh, it's going to be a family movie. It comes out on Christmas Day. It's a. It'll be a pretty good movie to probably take the kids to. Uh, We'll see how good it ends up being. I mean, I like Kurt Warner. I like Zachary Levi. Could be good. I don't know if I'm going to go see it. I might wait for it to come out on streaming or something. But uh, could be good.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. Yeah, I'm actually in for seeing this. I, I want to give this a shot. Yeah, I. I, I actually think Zachary Levi is underrated too. I agree. After seeing him in Marvelous Miss Mazel, Miz- I was like, oh. This dude does have range. Yeah. He's not just <laughs> cheesy Chuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, who he was kind great, of place? Chuck.
0: He was fantastic, huh? in Chuck. He was great in Chuck. Chuck was a great. But in I Chuck. mean, he was
1: supposed to be like cheesy, silly, over yeah. the top. Like you know what I mean? Like, and people can typecast you as that.
0: Yeah. And so to
1: get to see him in a more serious role was, was nice because Shazam is also a Little bit more in the chuck realm, right? It's, it's he's supposed to be a little kid in the big man's body, and and so you don't again, you don't get to see his range. But this, that was when we got to see something hit and realize, oh man, this, this dude's a good actor, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm, oh, by the way, he got jacked in this smazel, so <laughs> I don't think that was that was definitely not all him in Shazam, but uh, the dude is pretty, pretty large, so yeah, playing a football player. I could, yeah, I could see that happening, yeah,
0: he definitely got jacked. Um, the next, and this is our last one on the list, uh, I don't know if I'll see it, but it's interesting. No, thank you no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, Cyrano de Berjac, uh, written by play, French playwright Edmond Rostan, Rostan. I don't know if I'm saying French stuff right. Um, but in the in the play, Cyrano is a man with a very long nose. You kind of there was a movie version called Roxanne in the '80s with uh, Steve that, Martin that and Carol Hannah.
1: The much much better, better version. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Like this is I liked it better when they called it Roxanne. <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'll take for acting. I would take the this group of actors over that one. But
1: oh yeah, I just wanted it as a comedy.
0: Yeah, but, but uh, so what it is is Cyrano is. Uh, he's got this very long nose and he pines after this woman but because of his features he's like she'll never love me but he's you know a a great writer and poet so his friend who's also in love with her uh, he's not as he's good-looking but not as good with the words so Cyrano kind of tells him what to say and helps him fall in love it's kind of weird but uh,
1: I, I, I love I love that you mixed it up with Roxanne, too, because Cyrano does not have a long nose. That's just what they did in Roxanne. No, <laughs> no. In the but
0: original he, Cyrano, he does.
1: OK, well, in this one, he does not. He's no. He's disappointed because, uh, um, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a he's a dwarf. He's a, dwarf. He's a, he's, he's a small he's guy. He's played by
0: Peter Dinklage. Uh, yeah. No, in yeah, the original so, playwright, yeah. Yeah, he has a, a very long nose. And uh, but Roxanne will be played by Haley Bennett, who is. Boy, if you're not if you don't know who that is yet, she is super up and coming. She's a really good actress. She's, she was the one that was in Swallow, and uh, we talked about that on what we were watching this week. Really disturbing yeah. movie, but it's basically an hour and a half of just her, and she's amazing in it. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, who's always amazing, Peter Dinklage, who's always amazing, um, and then Bashir Salahuddin. Salah I've started to kind of see, notice him and like things here and there. And I don't know if I just see him pop up and little stuff here. I kind I of want to see some more with him, but he might be someone to watch.
1: Okay. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, let me know where it goes. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't see it, uh, but it's a musical.
0: So oh, is I'm it? Not sure. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah, is a musical. So I'm, yeah, that's why I'm saying no, thank you. I, I liked it as a comedy.
0: Was not aware of that. Well, That brings us to the end of our list. That is the jam-packed Coming Attractions episode that we have. Uh, We will try to get get to you for what we're watching. Uh, Hopefully have a Spider-Man special soon. And uh, until then, catchphrase.